Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Today, here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Thanks, Scott. This is Mike Roth that I'm here in studio with our guest, Jody Binning. Say hi to everyone, Jody. Good afternoon, everyone. She is the founder of Three Point Marketing. Before we get started, I'd like to tell everyone about some of the exciting shows that are coming up in the rest of October. Next week on Thursday, we have the new owner of Recruit Military, Peter Gundmanson. And on Friday, we have Chip Shriver from Shriver Security. The following week on October 10th, we have Mike Hoffmeister from Madrona Homes of Cincinnati. And then a long-awaited guest, Bill Scarava from Harmony Hill Winery. He wanted to wait till after the wine season was over before he came on the show. Then we're going to have an Internet website uh, guru, a fellow named Raymond Sarnoff, who's got an entirely different way of looking at, at websites and website search optimization. And on the, tw- the 18th of October, we have Jeff uh, Weiland from Jack Weiland Builders. Sandler event coming up on Wednesday, October 16th, over at the Clovernook Country Club, a program called The Seven Deadly Sins of Sales. Great program. It's a $25 charge for that. It includes lunch, a little bit of networking, and a great program. Now, let's tell everyone a little bit about Jody. Jody has more than 16 years of professional service marketing experience. Started out in a career in journalism. She went to work at the Cincinnati office of National Life of Vermont. She then followed her former managing partner to New England Financial, where she worked for seven and a half years as an agency marketing director, where she won many awards, including five agency marketing director awards and one master marketing director award. That was through... Uh, the New England Financial Company. Mm-hmm. And she was then tapped to go to the home office of MetLife as the senior field marketing consultant. MetLife, isn't that like New York City? That's New York City. So you spent some time in New York City? Absolutely. How long? Six years. Six years, a long time. But I lived here. You lived here working for the home office? Uh-huh. Well, you got really lucky. I did get very lucky. Delta liked me, too. Delta must have liked you a lot, yeah. You can't tell from my accent. I grew up in New York on 33rd and 3rd. Never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. Yeah, you, you, I, I, my kids are on Long Island, so I go back to Long Island at least a couple of times a year to get that accent reinforcement. I 
long-term reinforcements the only way you learn something. Keep that accent. Jody was welcomed to the 2013 class of the 40 Under 40 uh, group in August. That's a group by the Cincinnati Business Courier. The Under 40 winners must demonstrate notable success in business and in the community. Jody was chosen for outstanding commitments from a broad pool of over 500 people were nominated. Yeah. How would you like to go through that stack of nominations? (laughs) Wow. Yeah, I'd like to have the nominations so I can pass them off to the Rotary Club of Cincinnati's membership committee. Yeah, there's a great pool of people, all under the age of 40, who are doing some amazing things. Mm-hmm. Like you to the downtown Rotary Club, you can bring the other 499. <laughs> How about the, just the 39 who won the uh, the other 39 who won the award? <laughs> We'd love to have you any Thursday. Say two weeks. Our meetings are usually at the Hall of Mirrors in the. Yeah. Hilton Hotel on Thursday afternoons, lunchtime. But in two weeks, on the October 10th, we're going to be at the new uh, casino, the Horseshoe Casino. Oh, nice. Yeah. Keep your money in your pockets. <laughs> or not. Or have some fun. Go gamble a little. Hey. <laughs> Free parking. That's better than the $3 parking we get downtown with a regular rotary meeting. You're a member of the Business Couriers Businesswoman's Cabinet. Young Professional Committee at the Metropolitan Club. Remember the Metropolitan Club, too? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're on the club's Marketing Strategy Committee. You've been involved with programs for your kids' schools, I guess, and, and camps. And you, you, you and your husband, Tom, reside in Cincinnati. And you have two two young children. Two young children. But my husband's name is Tim, so I should yeah. correct that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not married to Tom. Okay. I hope he, he forgives me for mispronouncing <laughs> that or misreading that. For those of you who are interested in Sandler programs, the Sandler Foundations program will continue on Wednesday mornings uh, starting next week with the Upfront Contracts program. Now, I've got a couple of questions for you here, Jody. Okay. My first question is, is off the cuff. How did you come up with the, the name of your company? <laughs> Well, I realize this is radio and you can't see me, but it's not because I'm a basketball star. A lot of people thought three points, you know, something with basketball. Absolutely not. I'm 5'2 on a good day. Came up with the name three-point marketing because the consultation process that we give our clients has three very specific points. We help them with their current client cultivation, their new client acquisition, and their branding and image. So those are the three points of service we offer, so three-point marketing. Okay. With most of your clients, do you use all three points? Uh, Yeah, really. When we do a big marketing strategy for them, we take the time to review all three areas. Um, Sometimes they may have bits and pieces of one figured out, so Mm -hmm. it's not as big a pressing of an issue. Uh, But a lot of times we we go through all three. Mm -hmm. How did you come to take position to start your own company as opposed to continuing to work for someone else, whether it was MetLife or someone else? Great question. A lot of people have that drive in them that, they, you know, they maybe have taken a class in college or they've been influenced by a business owner. Maybe they wanted to be active and, and building their own business. Mine was a little different. Mm-hmm. I came into it a little backwards out of necessity, to be honest with you. I loved my job when I was working for a corporate company. I loved that was MetLife? That was MetLife. I loved the travel. I loved the perks that came with that and all the points. Mm -hmm. But it was taking a toll on our family. And traveling with two young kids was just not working anymore. Mm. And there was a change in management. And I was going to have to go from traveling two to three days a week to a 
leave Sunday evening, get back Thursday night type of situation. And that just wasn't going to work for us anymore. So when I decided that I needed to figure something else out, I did some soul searching and I thought, you know, I love what I do. I love serving this niche market that I that I serve. There's got to be a way to do this on my own. And I started taking some classes, started talking to people, had a lot of coffee, <laughs> a lot of lunches, explored the opportunity of becoming a business owner and thought, you know, why not? <laughs> Give it a shot. Uh, and and it, it, it's worked out quite well. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing this for about two years? Uh, just a little over two years, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm certainly not a seasoned business owner, but I'm still you know, figuring things out uh, as I go along. But I've been very blessed by the amount of people who have put their arm around me and helped me get through some of the, the ropes. Mm-hmm. Well, I too am a reformed Fortune 1000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you said niche, specifically, could you define for our listeners the niche that you like to serve? Absolutely. Um, I know who we're best able to help and who we can't help. Um, here's a great story. I had an opportunity come our way to help a launch a men's personal hygiene product. And it was very interesting. It was very cutting edge. But at the end of the meeting, and I said, thank you, but we're not the right team for you. Product marketing is not our area of specialty. There are a lot of great people in this community because of their P&G background that know product marketing, that can launch that. That's not us. We're really good at those people who have to sell something that's in their head. So if they have a service that they need to take to market, we can help them with that. Uh, in particular, my business partner and I, our, our backgrounds, mine, mine is with a bunch of financial service professionals and insurance guys, and she came from a CPA firm. So we, we work with a lot of white-collared, cufflink suit type of people who have a high-end clientele and and, and have a very regulatory, regulatory environment that we have to help solve their needs. Mm-hmm. Can you give us an example of a, a client? Well, I we don't have to, but I, I didn't ask anyone for permission to use their their name. But since they had just bought a tribute slide at forty under forty with their name on it, I guess it's okay. I work with a, a company called Wilson Brokerage Services, and Wilson Brokerage helps insurance professionals with a disability insurance product. So they're trying to take a. 4,000 insurance professionals and trying to have them sell their one product. Um, so we, we help get that message and that marketing out to that very specific community. Extremely specialized. Very specialized. Mm-hmm. Very specialized. Uh, so how, well, before I go there, Jody has agreed to take questions from the audience. So if you have a question for Jody, feel free to call in on 646-595- Four nine one six. We'll be uh, taking the calls during the commercial breaks, and we have time for uh, one more question for Jody before we go to the first commercial. Jody, why don't you tell our listeners how you go to market? Absolutely. You know, we go to market. We we've learned really that we're best at serving this very specific niche market. And there's not a, a ton, you know, there's a lot of people who say that they do this, but not a ton of them who need our services. So. Really, Cincinnati is a big little city, and everybody knows everybody. You know, the old Kevin Bacon game is very true here in Cincinnati. And it's amazing when you spend the time to get to know someone and you break red with them, how many people that they know that they can then 
introduce you to. So networking for us and referrals are absolutely key. Uh, and we've figured a little bit of that out. We spent some time networking in the wrong areas, um, going to events just to go to events, mm-hmm. threading a lot of business cards around, uh, but it wasn't with the right people. So mm-hmm. we really had to spend some time looking at where we were spending our time to get the best results. And then, you know, as so at a network, networking event, where do you go? Well, I spend a lot of time at some of the, the business courier events. I find them to be the right people with the right mentality. So being part of the Biz Women Cabinet at the Courier helps. So they have the Biz Women event um, once a quarter about that time, and, mm-hmm. and that's great. Um, there's also a group called 100 Wise Women that Taft puts on, um, and they meet uh, quarterly, I believe. So that's that's a really great opportunity. And you just don't know who's going to show up at your table. Uh, mm-hmm. You get assigned a spot and you get assigned a table and you have no idea who you're going to break bread with that day. But it's those have been some of our better networking opportunities. Good. And we're going to take a commercial break here. We're going to hear from Jimmy Fox who's going to talk about Tip Club, which is a networking group that meets once a month here in Cincinnati. Uh, we are the sponsors, so they meet, they meet here at our training center. That's next meeting is October 17th at 7.30 a.m. Jimmy, why don't you take, take it away? Hi, I'm Jimmy Fox of Tip Club. Tip Club is a professional networking organization whose members help each other succeed. We meet once per month and provide a forum where business-to-business professionals are able to connect with more desirable opportunities and build long-term strategic partnerships. I'm inviting Cincinnati Business Talk listeners to come to our free networking event. You'll have the opportunity to meet new people, share leads and referrals, and grow your business through strategic alliances. Membership in our Cincinnati group is open to only one person per specific trade or occupation. Business-to-business professionals only, please. We do not accept multi-level marketing or recruiting-driven memberships. This is our only group in Cincinnati. We'll meet on the third Thursday of the month from 7.30 to 9 a.m. at Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, 4357 Ferguson Drive, Cincinnati, Ohio. To reserve a seat, please go to www.tipclub.com and click on the Events tab at the top of the page. Then, just scroll down the list until you come to the Cincinnati event. Or you may call 800-798-0270. That's 1-800-798-0270. Thank you, and we look forward to seeing you at our next networking event. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with Jody Benning. Uh, Jody, you're in a marketing business. Perhaps you can explain to our audience what your unique marketing advantage is. Absolutely. Um, Our unique marketing advantage is very much tied to our markets that we serve. The fact that we understand their uh, problems that they have because of um, the scrutiny that they have to go through to go to market we're able to better serve them. And a 
broad-based marketing company wouldn't understand all those um, regulatory issues that we we get, we understand. So that that helps. That helps. In that industry, there's a lot of people that have a compliance department, which uh, other people call the uh, anti-sales department. Absolutely, that's that, that's what most of them call it is the anti-sales department. But um, when you know ways to get around around the issue without diluting the message, um, you can make it work. As long as you understand the rules, give me the rule book and I can play ball. But if you don't tell me what the rules are, then I can't I can't figure it out. Well, we know the rules, so that that helps quite a bit when you're working with a group of people who um, are reluctant to spend money. They don't they don't want to invest in their practice a lot of times. They want to keep the money to themselves. Um, and when you have to give them an idea uh, to go to market, when you can say, I understand your challenges, and I've been there, and I can help you through it. Um, mm-hmm. That that really is a, a big a big leg up on the co- competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that why people buy from you? I believe so. Um, you know, we also do what we say we're going to do. And there's a lot of people out there that don't, that um, say they're going to fix this or do this and you get taken to the cleaners. Mm-hmm. Um, we we come in, we do the plan, we put timelines on it, we put roles and responsibilities on it, and we and we execute. Now, there, there are things that come up, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and you have to massage things based on everyone's needs. But, um, yeah, we... I think that makes us also a little bit different. And we also measure. We measure results um, in places that we can. Uh, we, we how, how do you measure results for marketing? Well, you know, it depends on the initiative or the approach. Um, general branding and PR is a little bit harder to measure because, it, you know, if you a press release gets published, you, you may not necessarily generate 15 phone calls. But you can count the number of press releases that were published. Absolutely. Um, it's easier when you have uh, a specific start and stop initiative. For example, if you're going to do a seminar and you can count how many people were there, how many of it turned into sales, uh, what your dial ratio was, things like that. Or uh, if you have a, a drip campaign that you launched out, um, you could say how many pieces of mail were dropped, what was the return response rate, um, you know, those type of measurements. Mm-hmm. Do you, you have, do drip campaigns for your clients? You know, it's becoming... Back in vogue again. Uh, I think for a while everybody was running to everything online. Uh, mm-hmm. Email marketing was the cure for all. And what uh, people have found is they are um, overwhelmed by that all. And it, so you have to kind of go back to old school philosophy, and it's working. Uh, you, you know, you, I, I, I'm a big believer in mixed medium. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can't just say, well, I sent them an email and assume that they got it and assume that they, they're going to pay attention to it. You have to, I, I call it kind of the pinata effect, just like a kid with swinging around with a pinata. You don't know which kid is going to open the candy. Same thing with marketing. You can't just go directly with one approach and assume that's going to work. You have to look at it with a broader view and a broader brush and come at it with all the different areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wednesday we taught a, I taught a cold call camp here all day. And when I finished, uh, Looked on my computer at email. There was probably a hundred emails sitting in there, and my my delete finger was extremely fast. Absolutely. I, I probably deleted the few that I wanted to read. That on a slower day I might have actually read, but they didn't reach me. Uh, 
we've been advocating for the last uh, year or so with our clients to uh, return to a, a direct mail process. We call it targeted business creation system. Uh, so do you actually write the letters in, in the direct mail for your clients? Sometimes, a lot of times. Sometimes we'll give them examples and say, here are two or three examples of the message that you're trying to get across. What do you like best? Um, you know, we we allow them to have the final say on things, though. I mean, this is their practice, their firm, their commitment um, that they, they're trying to get the, the word out there. So they've, they've got to have... We we can only lead them so far, but they've got to they got to put their own unique stamp on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the opportunities and possibilities you see for your business over the next few years? Well, uh, good and bad. Um, over the last um, couple of years, a lot of firms have either downsized their marketing departments or um, have completely eliminated them, which is good for us. Because sure, because you could step in and take over for the three ladies they had full-time Yep. with uh, part-time adjunct services as needed. Right, absolutely, and they don't have to pay benefits and full-time you know, employee costs and all those things. So mm-hmm. uh, th- there's a great opportunity there. Um, the, however, a lot of the challenge is being able to show them um, the value in investing in a marketing plan and process. Uh, a lot of people want to see results tomorrow, and this is uh, in the, serp- the industries we serve. It's a very long sales process, so um, it's not like you're going to call somebody today and, and sell the, the the service tomorrow. Really, what is the sales cycle like in terms of time? Oh, extremely long. You know, when you're talking with um, matters of the heart, which is what most of our our clients are are providing that service to their clients. So, whether it be you know. Accounting and having to deal with making sure that your your accounting situation is set up correctly, or estate planning with a lawyer, or financial planning with a uh, financial advisor. That, that, that takes a while, and people just don't wake up every morning and say, "Well, gosh, I can't wait to talk to somebody about the day I die and what's going to happen with my assets." You know, so uh, that <laughs> it takes a little while to 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 get the, that sales process going on. So we that's why we are constantly encouraging our clients to cultivate the relationships with their prospects and clients. Okay, that's their sales cycle. Yeah. Uh, I think I was talking about your sales cycle. Oh, 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 yeah. At three point. Uh, our sales cycle, um, you know, we every day are, are sharpening our skills at it. Um, my business partner and I, neither one of us were business owners. She came from a CPA firm here in town. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We, she was a CPA professional. No, she was a marketing professional. Okay. Um, so we, you know, we we were never the ones out making the sales calls or making the pitches. So um, we have unfortunately done a really bad job of taking our own medicine. Mm. Um, what we because of time, you know, you take care of your clients first and yourself last. Uh, as a mom, that's what I do every day too. I take care of my kids first and myself last. Um, but it. So we we we're very aware of that, and we're bringing on help to make sure that we do a better job of marketing ourselves because we have let some opportunities slide through our fingertips just because we weren't paying enough attention to it. Sounds like you need to come to the seven I deadly sins so. of sales. I think so. Uh, what date was that again? <laughs> October sixteenth, over lunchtime, so everyone could make it eleven thirty yeah. to one fifteen. And uh, as an ex-West Sider, you know where Cloverdale is. Yeah. <laughs> 
First time I drove out there, I had to be guided by my GPS system. But it's a beautiful place. It is. It's almost 100 years old. I didn't realize that. Uh, in, in your in your new firm, do you guys have you created a long term strategic business plan? Yes. Really? Um, how long is it? Uh, three year. Well, I guess, but I don't know how long term that is. But we three year vision, one year, um, and then quarterly. So we we meet and kind of go through those those visions and obstacles and challenges and um, where do we want to be and how are we, we pay attention to where where we've been and what we've done. Mm-hmm. When we work. Uh, here at Sailor with a client on the long-term plan in today's marketplace. Uh, we look at long-term as two years, and we look at it as a rolling to 24 months, which means every six months you throw out the six that you've completed and add six at the ad- other end yeah. to uh, to build a plan. What do you think service providers are, are looking for right now? I think they want to be heard, that they want to understand that their unique opportunity is different and that you can help them with that. Okay. There's a lot of noise in marketing today. Lots. Okay. Whether the noise is on radio and television, newspapers, uh, internet, uh, blogs, websites, how does a small firm in the niche that you're uh, attempting to help get heard over the noise? Uh, Back to the basics. Um, I think one of the things that they, a lot of people, fail at is taking care of their existing clients. That's why the name of the company is Three Point Marketing, and the very first thing we look at is current client cultivation. Um, I had my own experience with this, which is why I think I feel so passionate about it. Um, I got married 11 days after September 11th, and shortly thereafter sat down and met with an attorney and did a will, living will, trust, all that great stuff, and never heard from the gentleman ever again. And I felt like... Wait a minute, wait a minute. You've, you've filled out all the paperwork? Yeah, we completed it all. Paid completed for it. Completed it with yeah. the attorney. Paid, yeah. paid him and you got the documents. Got the documents. Never heard from the guy? Never heard from them again. So you can imagine over the years when I've had different legal issues, do you think I've called them? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I see that happen time and time and time again, where people work so hard to go get a new client and they'll bring them in-house and they'll take care of them and then they drop them, and they're on to the next thing. And if you treat your existing customers or clients correctly, if you stay in front of them on a regular, ongoing basis without being annoying, so I don't want an email from you every single day, mm-hmm. you know, but if I, I do want to hear from you periodically with value information, um, that existing relationship can turn itself into more relationships. And growing organically that way, as opposed to spending all that time on all the hype of the newest and latest and greatest stuff out there, um, it, it's back to the basics. I mean, we did a, um, for a client, we did a thank you card project where every time they got a, you know, they just simply sent out a thank you card, a handwritten thank you card. And it was amazing to me the amount of people who were calling them to say thank you for the thank you um, because people just aren't doing it anymore. And yeah, that's different. That's different. Yeah. You know, and and uh, Jody has agreed to take calls, so we're going to do that in a minute. The number is 646-595-4916. One, one comment to prove that you're right. Uh, I bought my first life insurance policy as a young guy at 21 years of age. Never forget the day I bought it from this guy named Harvey. And I had the, had the policy enforced for... Way over thirty years, 
Guess how many times I, I heard from Harvey after that day? Never. Never. Every year I get the bill for the policy. It had his name on it as the agent, and uh, I paid the bill. I never called him. wanted to see how long it would take him to call me. Mm-hmm. He never called me. I know I'd have to uh, guess that from the age of 21 to where you are now, you probably had some life changes happen. Where life you... changes. I probably bought a couple of million dollars worth of additional insurance since then. And uh, you know, this was a, a cash value policy. And I guess it was last year. I finally decided I got tired of paying for it. So I called the company and said, I, I want the cash value of my policy. I want to cancel it. I don't need the insurance anymore. Anyway, I bought other policies with more, more value in them. Uh, so the insurance company was very nice. and said they'd process and send me a check. It wasn't until I, I made that call that I got the first call from anybody at that insurance company. And I guess I was in the orphans category. <laughs> uh and one of the agents called me and said, you don't want to do that, Mr. Roth. And I said, oh, yes, I do. I haven't heard from anyone here in 30 years. So yep. it's over. Anyway, we're going to take a uh, short commercial break. And uh, Jody will take calls on 646-595-4916. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. You've heard our commercials about sales and sales management but you haven't made the call for some reason. Maybe you're having your best year ever. Maybe you think a sales development company won't work in your industry. You're different. I wish I had a nickel for every time I heard that. Maybe you're afraid that if you called, you'd buy something. If you're happy with all your sales and profits and believe you have all the answers or simply don't see yourself investing in yourself or your people, then don't make the call. We have nothing for you. For over 20 years, we've been coaching, mentoring, business owners, and sales professionals who are serious about their careers. So if you believe that Sandler Sales Training might make you better, faster, meaner, and stronger, call me at 513-646-6523 or register for our next open house. Roth & Associates, the most experienced sales trainer in Cincinnati. You can check us at www.rothconsulting.net. Imagine you just left your prospect's office and he now has your proposal, quote, or estimate. What do you suppose he's going to do with that valuable information that you just gave him for free? Call you tomorrow with an order? Get real! He's shopping it around to the competition. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Roth & Associates. I'm the most experienced sales sales trainer in Cincinnati. I'm constantly amazed how salespeople operate. They believe a prospect asking for a proposal means the sale is as good as closed. Face it, trained prospects will turn you into an unpaid consultant. For over 20 years, we've been coaching, training, and challenging professionals who are 100% committed to long-term sales growth and profitability, no matter what it takes. If you're deadly serious about increasing sales, call me at 513-646-6523. Find out how Sandler Training can make you better, faster, and stronger. Or register now for our next open house, 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. This is Mike Roth and Jody Binning. Uh, Jody, why don't you tell our guests how they can get a hold of you after the show? Absolutely. Uh, you can reach me on my website, which is www.3pointmarketing, and that is all spelled out. So T-H-R-E-E-P-O-I-N-T-M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G.com. Uh, you could also follow me on Twitter at 
3.MKT, that's 3-Point Marketing. And again, that's, that's all spelled out. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn and spent a lot of time there. Or, of course, you can pick up the phone and call me at 513-300-4936. Yeah, of course, all the under 40s will only text you. It's amazing how many people only text me, and just not under 40s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a whole demographic thing going on there. Uh, I just like to pick up the phone and call people and, and kind of hate it when I have to send them a text. Yeah. Well, I see teenagers that are at the phone in their pocket and they're texting with their hand in the pocket. That's talent. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> I'd probably fall on my face. <laughs> uh, my kids could probably do that, but I, I, I certainly can't. Uh, you, you're probably busy right now with all of your, your time being sold to clients, or are you, are you still actively seeking new clients? We actively seek new clients, but it has to be the right client. Um, we're not afraid to say we're not the right fit for you or um, we don't have the specialty that, that you're looking for to, to solve the need that you have. Uh, we've done a really great job of building a wonderful team of experts um, in areas that we are not the expert. So, for example, social media or uh, a logo designing or um Oh, I know, it, it, merchandise, apparel, things like that. We we have a lot of people that we turn those things over to. Now, we will help our clients with that, and we'll be the middleman if needed. But um, if it's if it's something out of our wheelhouse, we turn it over immediately. Um, but yeah, we're 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 always looking for clients, but it's got to be the right one, and it's got to be the 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 right fit for all of us. Um, you know, it, it, we're not going to just take on somebody to take on somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said that you spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Uh, I happen to like LinkedIn as a business-to-business tool. Uh, is that where you're using it? Yeah. It the connectors. It, it, that's I spend a lot of time looking to see who do I want to know and who knows that person and how can I get introduced to them. Um, how many people are you connected to now on LinkedIn? Oh, 800 and something. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I I stopped counting after you got to that 500 plus mark. I just mm-hmm. stopped, stopped paying attention. But, you know, I I also have become, I think at the beginning, I kind of took anybody and everybody, become a lot more selective. And I will respond to people and say, please let me know how do we know each other or how are we connected or tell me, remind me how we met. Um, because, you know, the second they connect to me, they also have access to my connections. Mm-hmm. And I I've got you know, I hold that near and dear. So I um I, I'm a little more careful now as to who I connect with as I was in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh one of our Sandler clients here in town is connected to fifteen thousand people. Uh he's one of the top five connected people on LinkedIn. I would think. Uh, and, and and he used his connections to get himself a really good uh corporate job. I'm connected to about sixteen thousand, sixteen hundred people, and uh, uh, Sandler and LinkedIn have, have worked together on some projects, and uh, we have a regular Sandler technology there. How are you using Twitter? Um, Twitter for business has been. Um, I, I'm sure we could be better at it. I I send out a lot of blog posts on Twitter. I send a lot of updates on Twitter. Um, I retweet or favorite a lot of other people's thought leadership process. Um, 
I, I direct tweet to certain people that I know that are paying attention to it. Um, my my niche market are either so afraid of Twitter that they can't spell it or they um, choose not to be involved with it because they're afraid of the repercussions that if they what will happen if they do get involved um, because they uh, compliance compliance yes so very few of my own clients are in it so my own niche market isn't really on it and you need you know for me where am I going to play more you know I got to take my own advice where am I going to spend my time well am I going to go spend a lot of chatter in a space where people the people I want to talk to aren't listening or do I want to go directly to them um, and have an t- opportunity to shake their hand and get face-to-face with them. Uh, that That's tend to be a better strategy for our, our particular market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we look at, at Twitter as a uh, broadcast because you know, I'm connected to 26,000 people that we've told that the show is on the air. And there are just too many messages coming back of people that I'm following. Right, yeah. Uh, I couldn't find the messages from my own family. <laughs> well, what was interesting at um, our 40 Under 40 program, they had asked us to um, give our Twitter handle, and one of the questions they asked us was, who's your, your favorite person you follow on Twitter? And it was, from what they told me, it was very surprising how few of us are active on Twitter and involved with Twitter. And I think they, they thought we would have a stronger presence and a stronger um, hold on it, and, and it I, you know, I, I think for business purposes, a lot of us aren't using it yet, um, or maybe not using it to the fullest advantage. Mm. It, it almost seems to me that Twitter needs a a filter. Uh, almost Facebook has a filter, of, you know, now with friends or acquaintances. Yeah. Uh, or, or Google Plus has some form of filtering. Yeah. So I can only see the messages from the people that I want to see, as opposed to the the millions of messages that are out there. I do. I use it a lot for research purposes, though. I, um, you know, the, I consider research to be the base of a good marketing strategy. Knowing who you want to go after, who you, you know, where, where are they? But I, I can use the, the hashtag searches on Twitter a lot of times to do kind of my own Google analytics and find articles or thought leadership or, or information on a particular um, subject matter, and it, it's a great way to to find some good information. Mm-hmm. So I do use it a lot for that. So that's the hashtag where the tic-tac-toe boy. Yeah, exactly. Or the, as, as someone called it the other day, the pound symbol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paladin, right. Uh, Jody, uh, we have a theory of operation here that simple solutions to complex problems are invariably wrong. Perhaps you could share with our audience a complex problem that one of your clients had that you came up with an equally complex solution to solve. Sure. Um, I had a client who, and again, this goes back to that, that treating your existing clientele correctly. I had a client who was losing more clients than they were gaining every year. Um, people were walking out of the door at an alarming rate, and they couldn't figure out why. And um, so we had to peel back the layers and say, okay, well, how are you engaging with your existing clients, mm-hmm. and and what are you doing? And and let's let's do that research. Let's survey them. You know, how do they want to be communicated with? How often? Uh, and what mechanism? Do they want paper? Do they want you know? Do they want to mix? What what's going to work for them? Um, and after doing that research and listening to what their clients had to say, 
raising that, you know, saying this is what I want and you're not providing it, uh, we were able to redo the entire platform to make a lot more sense to, to you know, you're always, in any research opportunity, you're always going to get something that's going to skew the numbers, right? So you're always going to have some quirky answer out there that, you know, is very passionate about their solution, which just doesn't fit into the analytics. But you, you need to take an opportunity to look at it all and, and, and place the solutions properly. So in this case, um, you know, we needed to pay attention to the clients or customers that had already purchased from them and figure out a way to retain them. And and it was they just weren't feeling the love. They they felt like they were a transaction transactional type of sale and that they were you know, they came in and they did their business with them and they moved on. Um so we we did again, sometimes it's back doing some of those basic things. Sending them a holiday card. Um you know, putting them on a quarterly newsletter list. Uh, putting them, getting an email marketing system out. And even if they delete the email, if you send it once a month, at least you, you made the, you gave them the chance to reach out. Do you do for your clients, new clients, a, uh, marketing diagnostic before you start? Yeah, absolutely. How does that work? Um, we have a questionnaire that we send them and ask them for their feedback and we ask the team further feedback, so just not the leader, but we ask everybody in the, the operation to take the time to, to fill it out um, because sometimes the best ideas come from the people who are at the very front door mm-hmm. and uh, very few times people stop and ask them their thoughts. And so we want to hear what they have to say because they see things from a different perspective um, and they typically are the, the front line. Um, so we do a kind of a SWOT analysis type of approach, but we, we really want to hear from them. You also have to take every client situation into consideration. Some people, for example, love public speaking. Some people hate it. Um, you have to take that into into consideration when you're building out a plan for a firm or an individual uh, based on their own likes and, and needs. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, we're going to take another commercial break here. We're going to listen to... And the rule number 44, Jody has agreed to uh, take questions. So if you have a question, you can call in on 646-595-4916. Hi, I'm Eric Meyer with Sandler Training, here to talk about rule 44. If your foot hurts, you're probably standing on your own toe. Here's an example. You go through your proposal with a prospect. Everything looks great. Your prospect is responding in a positive fashion to the information that you brought to the table. Um, Everyone feels good. You wrap up and move forward for the order, only to find that the prospect says that they have to take your information to a committee. At this point, you can get angry with the prospect. Why didn't they bring that up? Why didn't they tell you that they were going to have to take this information to somebody else before they could make a decision. Well, it's your job to ask the right questions to uncover roadblocks and potential problems ahead of time so that you don't find yourself scrambling at a future date when it's already too late. So take responsibility when the prospect brings up new problems and challenges. If you ask the right questions ahead of time, you can diffuse a situation before it's too late. And next time you're faced with the situation 
the results will be positive. Company owners and sales managers, are you tired of cutting your price to get the deal? Wouldn't you like to have a better way? Wouldn't you want to improve your margins? Call me, Mike Roth, at 513-646-6523 to see if there's a better way for you. Company owners and sales managers, are you sick and tired of hiring a salesperson you think is Tom Cruise only to get Pee Wee Herman on the first day of the job? Call me, Mike Roth, 513-646-6523 to stop this from happening to you again. Uh, you know some people who've hired Pee Wee Herman, huh? I do know some people who hired Pee Wee Herman against um, my recommendation at times, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that that does happen. You know, I yeah, it's been a long time since I've been in the hiring process where I've helped people with that. But um, one of the questions I used to enjoy asking candidates was, okay, you just told me about who you are and what you do from 9 to 5. Tell me a little bit about you from 5 to 9. Mm-hmm. And I found that character quality question was so key to um, their success, and um, it, it was really interesting. And I used to give a big, you know, big red X or a big green check, mainly based on that one specific question. Mm. Yeah, the, uh, Sandler used to say, you, "You've got to interview the right, the real candidate." And the best sales job most candidates do is on the interview. Mm-hmm. So, getting beneath the surface critically quickly is is of utmost importance. In fact, uh, I have a meeting with a, a fellow next week who hired a vice president of sales a month ago. When I spoke to him, he said, Mike, I don't have a vice president of sales. <laughs> Maybe we should talk. <laughs> so uh, it, it, it happens many times. Uh, I'd like to ask our guests if they can give other CEOs a leadership tip. Perhaps you can do that. You know, I, I am a big believer in um, servant leadership. I think having the the wherewithal to get down and dirty with the people in your organization um, is important. Um, I if if something needs to happen, uh, you know, a mailing needs to go out and labels need to be put on envelopes. I'll be right there next to you putting the label on the envelope. Uh, it's not beneath you. Um, I just heard a great presentation by a, a, a wonderful business owner the other day who was talking about that servant leadership, that type of attitude. And um, it just really struck a chord with me of how important that is, uh, that no, you're really not above anyone. Um, you know, and it goes back kind of to the golden rule, Mike, you know, treat others the way that you would like to be treated. And and I think that's a, a great leadership quality. Uh, it, instead of barking orders down at people, um having an opportunity to really uh, help them grow and mold their, their change. And again, and, and I also am a big believer in an attitude of gratitude, um, saying thank you from the person who uh, cleans the office to the barista that made your coffee in the morning um, to the person who was kind enough to remember to have some generally manners and hold the door open for you. Um, I think it's important to say thank you and say it often and, and mean it. Good. Uh, Jody. What areas uh, are you good at at work, and what areas do you think you really need to work on? Um, what I'm good at, um, I am highly energetic, and I'm a go-getter. So I, I like to, let's go. Let's roll up our sleeves. Let's, let's make this happen. Um, mm-hmm. Let's tackle the problem. Let's find the solution. Um, sometimes I get in my own way. 
because I want to run before I walk. And sometimes I need to put the the, the reins on myself and, and pull myself back a little bit uh, because I get too excited over something um, and need to, to really slow down. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of like a little puppy dog, I guess, and get easily excited. Um, the other thing is, is I, I, I definitely need to get better at um, expressing the 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 possibility of um of value to people uh they they with marketing it's really easy to put them in the corner and and say well we we don't have the budget for it we don't have the time for it and um showing the the opportunity that it can make in a firm by doing a couple of little things without spending a lot of money a lot of times people think marketing equals money and i'm i'm out here to say that's not the case uh you could make small simple changes um, and, and make a big impact in your I in think your a practice. lot of smaller companies are afraid of marketing exactly because of that. I was talking to a, a client, a businesswoman, who started a new business, uh, and her design of a logo has been excruciatingly slow. Yeah. Now, the logo has some value, but as a new company, I told her, hey, you're probably going to change the logo three times in the first five years you have this thing. Mm-hmm. Just get started and do something. Right. Yeah. Um, what are the top three things that you want people to know about your company's culture? Our company's culture. Um, we we do what we say we're going to do. Um, it's first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And, we call and, that commitment. And, you know, I, I bring that up because my my partner and I have been just shocked at the amount of people we have run into who claim to be something, and then you really get to know the situation, and they're completely fake. And um, it, that has been it made our job harder because a lot of people have had experiences with them, and we have to come in and say, no, we're really not like that. Um, trust us. Um, which, which the good thing about it is we have a lot of people who will vouch for us. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of, almost all of our clients will say, "Sure, have a prospect call me. Um, I'm happy to have a conversation with them and tell you about how you made an impact on my practice." That's good. Um, so we do what we say we're going to do. The commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the second thing is, um, you know, we we are good at what we do because we are so specific in what we do. The fact that we are able to say. We're not the right fit for you, but here's somebody who probably can help you. Um, it, that that takes a lot of guts when you're a new business because mm-hmm. you can see the price tag behind that that opportunity, sure. and and to walk away from it sometimes can be painful. But um, I, I'm I'm not afraid to say I don't know, or I'm not the right person, or we can't help you. But but I'm always wanting to connect them with the person who can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that also makes us a little different and is probably core value of who we are and what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, what motivates you to, to make tough business decisions? You know, I realized when I was at a corporate environment that my headstone is never going to say, Jody Benning, great, whatever my occupation was going to be. Uh, that That's not the, the impact that I was going to make on someone's life. Uh, the thing that... that is impactful are the relationships that you have with people. And that could be a relationship with your family, with your friends, with your neighbors, 
or with business acquaintances. And that's what I crave and that's what I go after is I, I want that relationship. I want to be, I want to walk into one of my clients' office and get a big, huge hug, not a formal handshake. Um, so I think that's, that says a lot about who we are and, 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 and that happened. You know, we can't, when Michelle and I are out, we're constantly hugs and, you know, that, that's, I guess, a little bit about who we are and what we stand for. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we probably have time for uh, one more question today. Uh, many things drive successful uh, CEOs, um, and we've determined it's three things. Maybe you could talk a little bit about each one. First is outlook, uh, your core beliefs. The second is desire, uh, your passion for success and commitment, and do whatever it takes. Uh, and uh, perhaps you could share a little bit about how you guys view the business. Sure. Um, outlook. You know, I think you're either a glass half empty or a glass half full type of person. And I've always been a glass half full. Um, and what can I do to get it higher? Um, and I'm extremely competitive. Extremely. I grew up playing sports. Um, I don't like to lose. And I don't like to be told I can't. Um, I, my best friend and I have gotten into some heated um board games or game nights before because we're both really competitive, you know, where we both want to win that bad. Uh, but that desire and that passion, I think, comes through in business, too. Uh, not to say that, you know, we, we can't ever lose, but it, we don't like it very much. Um, but I think your core beliefs and your, your core, our core values, um, it, 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 it's a part of who you are. It's a part of your DNA. Um, you know, I, I want people to... Be proud to know me and be proud to be associated with me um, and, and that I have to do what I say I'm going to do and, and walk the walk. Mm-hmm. Well, we call that commitment. Uh, and we judge companies and individuals by how they fulfill the commitments. Commitment means doing what you said you were going to do even after the spirit in which you said it is gone. Yeah. Commitment is one of those uh, critical business values, integrity that, that we we proposed as critical to any business relationship or engagement. Um, Michelle, I want to thank you for uh, being on the show here with us today. And uh, I'm going to be giving you here a copy of one of the newer Sandler books, The 49 Sandler Rules by David Madsen. Uh, This book went to the number one position on Amazon when we released it a couple of years ago and then jumped to the number three position over on the Wall Street Journal list for business books for about three months. Uh, great book. Great. Uh, I love love a good read. And you'll find that there are a Sandler training calendar and a free pass for one of our uh, training sessions. Love to have you out there to uh, to learn a little bit more about Sandler and how it might be able to help you grow your business and, and, and some of your clients because over the years probably 25% of our clients have been in the uh, area of financial services, one way, matter, shape, or form. Uh, Scott, why don't you wrap up the show for us? Thanks for listening. This program is the property of Sandler Training by Roth and Associates, Inc. The show may be distributed only with written permission and then only in its entirety. If you have any questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.